I have known my next guest for over a decade. He's the owner of District Table and Tap, District Event Center, the Office Bar, and Loop River Distillery. He is also your for, your Ward 4 Norfolk City Councilman. Andrew, thanks for making your time today to be here. Good afternoon. How you doing, man? Good. How are you? Good. I'm glad we uh, finally got this uh, on the schedule. It's tough. Yeah, you're, you're a busy dude. <clears throat> yeah, long days. Uh, I made it a point to get here. It was just, it got tough. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, of course. I know you were excited to be here, so it's a, it's a, it's a fun little podcast. This is going to be the first episode of Touching Base, so pleasure, uh, pleasure having you. Um, we'll get right into it, but... Uh, Big Red Days, mm. you and I worked there, what, what 12 years ago now? 11 yeah. years ago now? It's where I think uh, <clears throat> I kind of learned a lot of uh, take pride in your job. We had a great boss, I think, um, mentor to an extent. And then even our, our COO, Todd Ryan, he was a, an amazing mentor to us. And um, just as a, as a young person kind of coming up in that industry, I think they were really good. They showed us hard work matters. And, right. and that's why... Uh, I think that's why today I'm here today. I have great mentors in my life. I mean, it's hard to find good mentors. And when you have them, uh, learn as much as you can. But you had a great love for the industry even before you kind of decided you wanted to get into this whole do your own thing, didn't you? Yeah. I mean, that's kind of why I came back from Florida. Uh, I was living in Florida before we got into uh, Big Red. You know, you were there. I'm going to say Baker. Baker was there. Um, Baker. A lot of good people were there. I, I loved, you know, the fact that you get to to meet new people every day. Customers were great. Our staff was great. We had too much fun as a staff. Way too much fun. Way, way too much. And I think that was, the, you know, I think that's one of the reasons why we kept a great staff for so many years um, at Big Red. We had great leadership, but, you know, our camaraderie just every day. I loved coming to work. And it was easy. It was a lot of fun. We and we we made some late nights out of it. You know, <laughs> yeah. we, we were in our younger days. We were in our what early twenties. So no kids, no kids. We were just you know work party work party. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's not go too much into the, no weeds no, no details no details. Uh, we'll just say we had a lot of fun. But yeah, the camaraderie was was great. You know, and Anita came in what a year after Andrew got there. I think I think so. Yeah. Yeah, that was a it was just a lot of fun. You were just a part timer though. I was just a part timer. Yeah, Bartender. I had a full time job. So yeah, but her shifts were the funnest. Shifts, oh yeah, yeah. You know? She was always a Saturday bartender, and mm-hmm. it was a lot of fun. She came in with a new attitude. You know, we had a full time staff uh, who worked there every day, so it was refreshing to have a part timer come in there and just enjoy her job. And and then we had just so much fun from everything, from serving the customers to late night, you know, desserts from the kitchen. You know, so it was always fun. And back then we were always busy. It was just packed wall to wall. Oh, from man. from rush to rush. <clears throat> yeah, I remember. I mean, we we were. I think me and you managed a lot of shifts together, and we did. Who's running food? Who's helping the door? And who's, yep. you know, back and forth, and to even think like the line was out the door to the curb all night. Yeah, and it's like, how did we even get through that? It's funny people think you. Oh, you guys must have been so busy on on game days, and I said those were like our breaks. Yeah, that was. <laughs> I think to be honest, yeah, Saturdays were kind of a day off. Yeah, you know, really. I mean, because everyone came in, they sat there, and they enjoyed the game. Yep. So there was no turnover. Turnover yep. is what kept us just nonstop running. Exactly. So, yeah, I lost a lot of weight working there. I, have, <laughs> I, I, got, I gained it all back. I now, gained but, it all back too. <clears throat> don't worry. But uh, yeah, those yeah. were those were some fun days. Absolutely. And I you just, kind of already talked about your influences there and how that kind of impacted you to do what you're doing now. Yeah. Um, Troy Olson was a great. I know you talked about Todd, but Troy was a great um, GM there. Great guy. Yeah. Let's not go into the weeds about Troy. Either, yeah, yeah, yeah. Amazing guy. Uh, you know, he, he worked so hard. He, you know, he, 
he would wipe off the tables with that bleach towel and then have the bleach stain on his shoulder. It's like, Troy, you got to stop doing yeah, that. I had that too. <laughs> you could start to feel like your shoulder was getting a little uh, yeah. raw. Is it sweat or is it the bleach towel? <laughs> right, right. Yeah. yeah, that was that was always a good, that was fun too. It was fun. So I know while, you, while we were there, you always had a dream of opening your own restaurant bar in Norfolk and you always had ideas. Um, how did you make that a reality? Like what was the process you went through? How long did it take for you to be able to get that district table and tap opened up? Yeah, well, that was a, quite a process really. Um, <clears throat> don't know how, how much we may go into it, but we, you know, after I became GM, and all of the fun staff was gone. You guys were gone. You left me there. No, I'm just kidding. We left um, you alone. I know. Uh, no, it was good. It, um, it was just, it kind of came out of nowhere. Like we were, you know, me and my, my partner, Brandon Clunder, who worked for us at Big Red as well. We were both really have a big passion for craft beer. And so we were trying to find, um, you know, a space. And we, we, we needed money. We needed everything. Space, money, customers, staff. Um, so the, the first thing we, we found was a really good partner, uh, in Dirk Peterson who owned, uh, the property we wanted and he worked with us to kind of, um, plan the space. And, and if you guys know Dirk at all, he pushes to the ultimate limits. So we're, we, we walk in there one day, we want half of the building and he's like, okay, okay, okay. And talking to contractors, trying to figure out exactly how we're going to do this. So like where the bar is, it was going to just be half of that? Yeah. Okay. And we, I, so there, and there was a, there was a wall separating these two buildings. Right. Like a week later we walk in and, and Dirk's tore his walls out. He's like, no, you need the whole thing. <laughs> I was like, well, okay. And so then, so we weren't partners at the time. It was just me um, and Brandon and we, um, went to the bank and, and Dirk really stepped up with as a, you know, kind of not, not a backer, but as a um, influence to the bank is saying, Hey, look, these guys have a great plan. It's my property. I want them there. And, and he's a, such a respected person in our, in our community. So it worked. So we got our loan from the bank and um, it was a real tough decision to leave big red. I did love big red. I was there for nine years. We were all there for a long time. Um, and it, I, I wouldn't be here today without learning what I learned at Big Red. Right. And it was cool because I had that conversation. It was tough with Todd, um, who was our COO. And um, to this day, we're still real close. He comes and sees me at the restaurant, um, <clears throat> emails me, texts me, calls me. So, And it's also leaving something that's certain set in stone to this whole new adventure that's probably mm -hmm. scary as hell, right? Oh, yeah. So I was unemployed with babies. <laughs> <laughs> so think about uh, not having a job for a few months and then... And working for nothing, right? You know, setting things up, trying to hire staff, and then um, and not having a paycheck. So it was scary for sure. Um, but uh, you and I kind of had it. the same thing happen. The same thing happened with me coming into the insurance industry. Mm -hmm. I, I went six months without a paycheck, trying to start yeah. a business. It's it's scary. It's very it scary. It is scary. And then COVID hit. Yep. And then COVID hit. Yep. And then I didn't get paid for like six months, but I, we paid our staff. Right. And so we'll maybe we'll get Which into I that later. Commend you for that. We can yeah, we can definitely talk about about it. just you know how COVID Im impacted the restaurant industry yep. and then how you can come out on the winning side of it. Right. You know, so, and I can totally see how you going out and starting this is a little bit scary, but I remember back when we were working together and you would talk about, um, man, I would so love to do this. I would so love to do this. And you, like Zach said, you had all these ideas. And I remember thinking, 
Andrew's going to go do this someday. I know he's going to go do this because you could hear the determination in your voice. And so then when all of this kind of started happening and you're like, Baker, this is going to happen. I was just like, Baker. heck, yes, it is. Heck, yes, it is. So that was awesome to yeah. to watch and and have a friend go through such a such a great thing. Yeah, great. Uh, it was tough. It was real tough. I mean, those things, those early days were really hard. Um, you know, for me, it was, it wasn't hard going to work and doing the long days. It was at the end of the day, I have to pay the bills, the taxes, learn the whole new, uh, structure of, you know, um, not just running the, running, helping the kitchen or running food. The business part of it was, you know, a challenge when you're there for 10, 12 hours doing the work and then finding another six hours to, you still got to run a business. Invoices. Can, mm-hmm. Yeah. And I didn't know taxes were real. <laughs> well, they're real, real. They're, real. <laughs> they're very real. Very real. Uh, so, yeah. So I didn't, you know, I, um, it was a challenge. But it, once you learn it and then you can start managing your days, okay, I'm only going to do eight hours. I'm going to do four hours here. And so did I, you have to, like, start blocking <clears throat> your calendar off? Like you started using the calendar yeah, like crazy? Yeah, I tried. Um, <laughs> it didn't really work. Because I didn't have an office at the time. Right. So I worked at Bar Top. And when staff is there as a unit, you guys know it's staff has questions. They want to chit chat. And so I had to finally just find space to get away and, and do that. Paperwork. Lock yourself away and just get yeah. it done. Knock it out. Right. Yep. Makes sense. You, you guys have a good, good staff over there, though. Amazing. Oh, have been since you started. We've we've gotten a lot of awards, um, a lot of got a lot of good reviews online. I don't care about online reviews right that's gonna sound terrible no no uh, i, I agree with, I, i'm on the same page with you yeah i think they're all bogus uh, to be honest even right. the good ones right <laughs> i'm like hey uh, uh, thank you but um you know anybody we can get into social media if you want to i think social media is terrible right. but um it is what it is it's just because you know anyone can say whatever they want to at any time and with no repercussions right i don't like that and it's usually the bad reviews. They didn't even come to talk to the staff or no. or anything. And some will be sitting there still. Right. I've this happened last week. Really? Someone is sitting at the bar, and he is posting on how bad the service is. Really? And I watched the whole thing un- unlo- un- unfold in front of my eyes. He was served quickly. It's like, what's this guy's oh my real? Gosh. Let's not get into how crazy people yeah. can be. Yeah, but, it's uh, it's nuts. Yeah. So it's it's wild. This industry is so rewarding at the same time it's so complexing like why would you do that why would you say that it's not just um you know you obviously deal with the people who have drank too much the people who are karens uh <laughs> and, the, and kids you deal with everything in this business right i, I mean at big red you know we'd have a family come in it was great uh, the wait staff made good money and the table would be destroyed. Right. Some wouldn't even be able to be used again. Like, there were some, t- yeah, not be used. And, and it took four or five people to get it all cleaned yeah. up. Yeah. And then, you know, it's like you just smashed tater tots the whole time you were here. That's all you did. <laughs> and, you, and you put them in places. We can't get them. Right. It's like, what? <laughs> How would you? Why would you do that? Yeah. That's so, great. It's great. It's great. Again, it's amazing. The people you see, the people you're going to meet. Um, I wouldn't be here without meeting you two. Right. In this industry. Yeah. I would have never probably met you guys. Right. You know? I mean, exactly. maybe in, in, you know, going back and forth, maybe you would have, but so it's a, it's rewarding. Not, not to the extent we have a relationship yeah, now. Right. Yeah. And I think when you go back to our staff now, like 
Jessica is there. She's amazing. She's great, yeah. Mm-hmm. She, just she runs came from Big Red, too. Big, Big Red. Brandon came from Big Red. Uh, Larry. Brandon's great. Yep. Larry's in the kitchen. Larry's from Big Red. I yep. mean, we have Big Red just did a, such a great job in this community of coming in and providing jobs, providing training, providing leadership that trickled down so much. Their impact on this community is huge, not just for the tax dollars that we get from Kino, like just the overall business structure, how they run their business. And then how it trickled down to, well, us three today. And then, you know, Brandon's the general manager about to get bumped up and, and do more for our whole company since we have more locations now. Um, Jessica's going to take over as general manager. So it's like, you know, Troy and Todd, those guys, they, they groomed management and leadership. So it was cool. Very good. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Um, so you got the West Point location, right? Do you have any, mm-hmm. is that the only other satellite location? Yeah. So district has two locations, West Point and North Fork. And then we have um, Distillery in St. Paul. We have our event center uh, in downtown Norfolk. So how did that come about? What was the idea? Was that like in the making from get-go? The, the, or events, no? the event center? Yeah. Um, no, it just it just popped up. It, really? It, it was there. So the space came available and you're just like, I kind of need that. Well, we, we our original plan was um, like overflow and small events. We wanted to do more live music, move it all over there. And then immediately it just kind of changed to um, comedy and rental fees. And so rentals. how'd that come about? How'd you think this space is great for bringing in comedians and how'd you get that going? So um, I don't know. I don't know how it popped into my head, <laughs> but I, I can tell you that I'm a big comedy fan. Right. <clears throat> I, I think, you know, I go to Lincoln from time to time. There's no comedy club. There's one in Nebraska, one. Omaha, Fun- yep. Omaha Funny Bone. And it's not very big no, per really, se 250 maybe you know we only hold 125 but um i was thinking if we can bring in the same acts you know norfolk is hungry for for everything um for growth for you know parks and things to do and entertainment and we've seen over the last couple of years with population growth that people want these things young families are moving back and they're happy to live here well and the older i get i get tired of leaving town to do stuff right it's just it's a lot like tonight we're going to the husker basketball game right. that's great you know yesterday went to lincoln for uh, the class c1 or c2 state championship you always have to leave for everything right and so it's nice to have things in town to do and so anyway i just had um you know i had a small contact in the industry he, he was like, good luck, you know, good luck. I'm not laughing about it, but he, you know, um, there's no major airport here. Yep. We, we have those challenges. And so, um, I just, I just grinded it out and it finally got some somewhere and, and someone gave me, um, three names of three comedians who travel a lot. Don't come here very often, but they come here, they come, they travel a lot. And that was Steve Heitner from Seinfeld, um, Steven Quazada from Breaking Bad and, um, Gosh, uh, Kevin Farley, Chris from his brother, yep. he, he was amazing. So we, we started with those three, and then we, and it was all on a Thursday night. We did Thursday nights only, one show. And you had all three of them on the one night? No, I'm sorry. Oh, they oh, were all three on, got, on Thursday gotcha, nights. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. So we didn't do any multi nights or multi shows. So then um, when we had those three shows, we had great success, and I wish we would have had two shows. We moved on, and immediately it was, you know, the the company we were working with, a talent agency, who had these guys under contract. Um, they were super impressed. So then we we did more shows and more shows, and we started doing Fridays and Saturdays. 
two shows, three shows, four shows. And now we're at four shows and Norfolk is selling out these shows. This is not like, it's not fake news. Right. You know, Norfolk is yeah. selling out four shows. Right. Um, we just had Ben Bailey from Cash Cab. He had two on Friday, two on Saturday. And then he went to Carney for one on Sunday. And he did one at the Funny Bone on Thursday night before. He has six shows in Nebraska, four were in Norfolk. And he sold them all out. And so it's just, uh, it's just, and so I think people um, think you like have to know somebody. You don't, have to, you just got to pay them. Right. <laughs> you know, yeah, that's all you got to do. That's all it comes down to. I knew yeah. that was probably, that was going to, yeah. I wasn't going to ask that, yeah. but yeah. You just got to pay them. Yeah. So, but, but you have to do, you do have to have some kind of reputation. So we, you know, we start with those three guys and they, it's a small community of comedy. They do talk a lot. A lot of them are friends. They go to the same clubs, they travel a lot together. And so once you, you earn that, um, I guess, you know, um, reputation where they come here, they have a great time, they have a great hotel to stay in. They stay at the River Point Inn, downtown Norfolk. Donna did a great job on that building. Um, they can walk and get coffee in the morning, and they all say what a beautiful downtown this is. Right. I mean, they say it's a hallmark downtown. And you, you've had quite a bit to do with that too, right? You've been on, on boards down there to help. Yeah, D- downtown Norfolk Association does a great job. They um, have a huge board, huge member um you know, base that is every business owner who is downtown. So that, you know, they obviously get, there's a special levy or tax on, on those people and they get to, um, you know, for, for the downtown area, we get snow removal, parking lot adjustment, signage, and it's all worth it. Trash is on the corners. It's all maintained. You know, it's easy to say, Oh, we don't, you walk downtown and there's, there's, there's gotta be a lot of things that go with that. You know, there's a lot of signage, trash cans that go just things you don't know about, that the downtown Norfolk Association is taxed on as a business owner downtown that pays for all those things. They're great. Right. Great board, great leadership. Amy Renter uh, owns Magnolias, was our our president recently, did an amazing job. Scott Buss does all the marketing from Viero. He does a great job too. So uh, it's, you got to have a lot of good people in those positions. But yeah, it's been um, it's been crazy. Downtown's amazing. So yeah, these comedians, though, they love it. They stay downtown. They walk to the venue. To perform, right? They walk to get lunch. They walk to get breakfast. They walk to get coffee. They love. They it. don't got to leave once. They don't have to get in the car once they get here. Right. They actually they they don't. They usually get right downtown. Don't leave, and they go right back to the airport in Omaha. So they don't see much. But Adam Ferrara from Top Gear was here, um, and rescue me, and he was amazing. A lot of people said, a lot of our sponsors who come to every show said he was the best ever, and he he we, and he was very good, um, and he really made it seem like Norfolk is that exclusive. You know, really? he, he like got deep voice. He's, like, <laughs> he's like, you can't come here without going to Omaha and getting checked out first. You know, you, right. you have to fly into Omaha, you know, before you can come to Norfolk. So it was good. You know, it's good to see most comedians make fun of Norfolk in that capacity where you can't just get here that easily. It's, it's hard to get here, but um, Adam took it to a whole new level, <laughs> had people rolling. He, he supported the community. He was out and about. He went to Motoplex and was driving Rangers. Was he? If it would have been summer, awesome. he would have been on jet skis. Really? Oh, yeah. That's great. Amazing. He, he seems like a, a cool guy. Oh, my gosh. You guys got to come. We have, we have Carmen Lynch coming from Late Night TV. She does Late Night, uh, late night shows. Yeah. Amazing. I think we sh- she's got three shows, two of them almost sold out. And then we have Carlos Mencia coming up. Uh, in, He's in, doing Thursday through Saturday, right? He's doing four shows Tuesday to Saturday. No, I'm sorry. 
Two on Friday, two on Saturday. Okay, I thought yeah, yeah. Okay. he's coming on Thursday. Gotcha. To do promote. I thought, I thought promo. for some reason I saw there were shows on. That was like the only one that was like a three day deal. That one is Jeff Die coming up. Oh, soon. okay. Uh, we have we have a Jeff Die coming up. But yeah, so we have this huge. I mean, Carlos Mencia. Like I know, we grew up. I grew up anyway, right? Watching Mind of Mencia, right? And it was hilarious. And and so it's it'll be it'll be nice to meet him and and you know pick his brain on everyone who comes in. I ask him how we can do better as a cl- you know it's a club for them. Um, so we're going to start, you know, we, we did film a special, um, um, for Rachel Feinstein, who was our really? first, our first one. Yep. So we had cameramen walking around the show, camera stage, you know, staged everywhere. And we had people she was picking on. Um, and so, so she's a firefighter wife. So we asked our firefighters to come to the show. They right. had no idea. <laughs> They're going to be on national TV. They're going to be That's picked great. on by Rachel. Yeah, it was great. It was a lot of fun. Rachel's amazing. So did you have the crew for the film or was she bringing the crew? We worked together to find a local crew. Local so they crew. were local. Yeah. Awesome. They were I think great. out of Columbus. That's great. Actually. Yeah, it was amazing. That's awesome. Yeah. You're doing some big things over there for sure. Um, and you, you really help cater to the community too. Like you helped me out when I was getting married. Mm. You, you got me into the drop of a hat. Um, Marriage. I know it's crazy. Yeah, you, Baker, are you married yet? No. <laughs> yeah, that was a, that was a crazy deal. You got me. I texted you like on a Wednesday. Yeah, and you got me in that Friday. Good. <laughs> I think it was like one of our best selling bar days too. Was it? <laughs> I don't know. It probably <laughs> was. It probably was. Um, we don't know how to have a good time at all. No. At all. No. Yeah, no. there was only, there's only twelve of us, and we the biggest bar tap. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, was a, it was a good bar tap. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so how about the distillery? I I really didn't know about that until you told me. During that would have been in March. Well, the when I got married, because he's like, "Hey, yeah. I, I have this whiskey, bourbon. You should try bourbon. You should bourbon. try. We do whiskey too. Yeah, but yeah. But, um, uh, how'd that come about? Well, so things have changed for me a lot. Um, up until January, I was a sole owner of Table and Tap. So I have two partners now, and we've kind of grown this whole thing into um, more of a more of a hospitality business. So we do we do. Um, Loop River Distilling, which was a friend of mine's, you know, dream. Uh, so we, we bought this distillery out of St. Paul. And so since January, we've been having, trying to integrate those products into our bar menu, drink menu, um, and then trying to go out and sell it. Before I came here today, I was out trying to sell eight bottles of whiskey. And It's a great product, by the way, listeners. It's a, you, you really need to go try it. Yeah, Loop River Distilling out of St. Paul. Amazing. So the guy who owned it before is a guy, and a, a husband and wife. Out of California originally, and they're, they're, they're great farmers, great people. Um, he was kind of ready to retire and get out of it, and so it worked out well. We know we had plans to build a big one downtown Norfolk, but you know, um, with with labor and distilling is a tough, tough industry. We we bought the one in St. Paul, kept it there. Everyone was kind of concerned we're going to move it out of St. Paul. Kept it there, invested in the community in St. Paul. Um, put some money into the building, new awnings, new signage, um, and then tried to ramp up production. And then so we in downtown Norfolk, we're still going to have a small distillery with a tasting room um, attached to our new event center patio. So, um, Which is also, that was a great addition. Well, that space was just terrible. I mean, yeah. it, was, it, was, it was chicken wire, 18 feet up, and it was gravel. Um, we had a bunch of issues with looting and... Um, you know, not, not crime, but it was just a, a space that anyone could you know, do anything, they, anything terrible they, they wanted to there. Right. So it, it worked out well. And that's one thing, even with Table and Tap, back to our earlier conversation, that building had dirt floors and bats everywhere. Right. And now it's a usable place for lunch, 
that provide or dinner, whatever. You guys did a great job with renovating. That. Yeah, I mean, it took forever. But um, <laughs> and, and just think about uh, that whole thing. It's crazy. But yeah, back to the distillery. Uh, we do we do what we do right now is five products. We do rye whiskey, a bourbon. We do a five year bourbon, vodka and gin. We also do a hooch. You know, hooch is just whiskey. It's not barrel aged. Yeah. So, um, but it's amazing. You know, to to go to St. Paul, we I have a it's two and a half hours. So if I go there and hang out with the staff, I'm probably not you're driving staying. home. Yeah, I'm staying. staying. So I have an apartment there. <laughs> uh, and, and it's crazy to even like be a part of that community because they're so welcoming and so nice. Whenever I'm there for one night, it's I'm hanging out with our employees and their husbands and, and their wives. And it's just so much fun. So it's rewarding to go there. And, and, and we go there and do some hard work. Barreling is tough. Yeah. Bottling is tough. It's tedious work. Um, so then to, to do that after and then go hang out with the staff. And, and, you know, and, and we'll, we'll close the distillery down, go walk to the bar and have a drink. And and then great, they have a great restaurant there. It's really fun. Um, and we do huge, huge sales in the state of Nebraska. People love local. They do. And it's all local corn and rye. We're not, we're not buying. I think, I think we buy as labels that right. aren't, from, aren't from Nebraska. And some of them are. So um, it's all local. It's a great product. Our vodka is really smooth. All Nebraska corn. And that's the easiest one to make, right? Vodka is the oh, easiest yeah. one to kind of crank, that out crank it out. Yeah. Now but, you're talking my language. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dirty Shirley's are, are are big. We do a lot of a lot of honeybees, which is a is a drink with natural honey for, for with gin. It's it's just a it's a great place to go. We we took a bus of Norfolk to St. Paul last year or no this this year, and uh, it was wild. We provided all free drinks on the bus there oh, and boy. back. Oh yeah. Wow. And then they had to pay for them when they got there. We had live music from a Norfolk band. Uh, it was just so much fun. It's been fun to be there. Um, yeah, we have, so we have this apartment. I got to tell you about this apartment. <laughs> so it's 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 meant for me and my partners, if we're there working, to just sleep. So there's nothing in there. It's an apartment with one bedroom has two like creepy twin beds. And then one has a blow-up mattress. Right back to college. Right and back to college. It's worse than that. <laughs> In college, I at least had like a dresser or something. Uh, no, no microwave, nothing. And then there's in the in the in the main living room, there's like a a twin mattress someone dropped off. We're not even sure who dropped it off. All right. Um, yes, it's real bad. Nice. And so um, I took my kids there for the first time overnight. So we went there kind of late, talked to the staff, got some work done. The kids went across the street, played the park. We went to the, the burger place and ate burgers. And then we had to take them there eventually. Right. It was terrible. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. It was. They they walked in and they're like, "No, we gotta go." <laughs> Four kids: our 13 year old boy, a four year old boy, a, th- a two year old daughter, and our one year old daughter. No TV, no Wi Fi, nothing. We <laughs> played a card game, and we went to the little we went to a little antique store and bought like an old board game and yeah. played it. We had a lot of fun actually. I'm sure. But it was it's so it's like when you walk in. I'm sure when Brenda walked in the first time, she's like, what do you do here? Right. You know, it's like, I sleep after I drink bourbon and whiskey. Right. Right. But no, it's, it's wild. It's a great time. St. Paul's amazing. I've it's, got some good friends that are from there. So I've been, I've really? been, it's a great town. Yeah. yeah. They still live there to this day. I've just, I haven't made up there to, Oh geez. Once I found we, we out you bought them, like, I got to get up there. Well, well, we have an apartment with a, 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 a we, yeah, there's <laughs> plenty, there's plenty mattress. of sleeping spaces. Right. There's just nothing else. There's right. no table. That's okay. Yeah. So I stocked the fridge with bourbon, Coors Light. And like the, meat, the essentials, and like sticks. yeah, yeah, the essentials. And, and I, I even bought pizza rolls, and there's no microwave, <laughs> no, no microwave, microwave. no bad, oven, nothing. Bad choice, nothing. There's, there's nothing. 
that's too much work. Yeah. <laughs> As somebody from a small town, though, that's absolutely huge because to have a business be sold but still be able to remain in town, I mean, that's that's a lot of livelihoods in a small town in an area where they're hungry to have more people move in and keep maintaining, you know, and building into their community. So that's really cool. Well, Brenda loves it there. She loves it. Like, she's like, I could live here. It's like, well, could you? Like, could you really? Because then I'd be in Norfolk for four days in a row. Right. And we, you would be living in this two-bedroom apartment right? With no <laughs> Wi-Fi. No, I'm just kidding. We would no Wi-Fi then. <laughs> but we wouldn't get TV. No, I'm just kidding. Um, it's Yeah, it's nice. The town is so nice. We have some friends in common. So um, one of my great friends, Adam Koloff, uh, his cousin lives there. Okay. And she works for the distillery. Nice. So I didn't even know that. Awesome. Yeah, small, she was working small there before, before. Yeah, small world. And so then like, whenever I'm there, I, I hit him up and we go hang out. And there's not a lot to do, but the local bar is always a fun hangout. With right. Guys, so. right. You make was, your own fun in a small town. Yeah. You do. You do. And, I, and so we took over in January and it was really cold and really, and we didn't have an apartment then. And so um, I remember the first night I was staying overnight and the staff didn't know me. I, I stayed in this little, they actually have Airbnb. They have an Airbnb there. Really? So I stayed there, and it was really, really nice. And I remember pulling up and parking, and then going to the, and I drove to the distillery. Still on the maps, Google Maps, I'm trying to go, <laughs> not knowing how close it was. I could tell it was a, a small walk. And so we, we had some drinks. We talked with the staff, and they all took me to the local bar, which is two blocks away. And it's snowing, just like. Down, I can't, I can't see past my hand. Right, and we're leaving. It's like I don't know, ten thirty or eleven, and uh, I was like, I have no idea where I'm going. And they're like, You go block that way, block this way, block that way, turn at the sign. I'm like, Oh, and I got lost, and I could not find this place. And it was like how I had to go back to the distillery and backtrack everything. And it's just, it's great. They're so nice. Um, it's so refreshing going to a community like that. So the city government is great. Our licenses are ready. Permits are ready all the time. They remind me, like, hey, you need to do this today. That's like, great. That's great. Yeah, you don't get that everywhere. That's awesome. Yeah. Usually they let you just kind of fend for yourself. Kind of. And we, <laughs> we, yeah, we get like an SDL for, for a, you know, for an outdoor event. And they're so supportive. You know, there's, you know, a lot of cities you have to jump through a lot of hoops. And in St. Paul, you don't have to. It's a great town. Good. But they're farmers. They're right. farmers. They're hunters. They get it. They don't give up. No. Mm-hmm. See, I said it the first did. time. Yeah. yeah. There you Good. Go. I didn't you, really, you didn't even really say it. I didn't, you just finish. Said, I didn't finish. Yeah, you're good. Um, yeah, it's great. You got so many things going on. Um, going back to kind of the downtown, you're heavily involved in Mimosa Fest and some other events down there, right? Yeah. How did that? That was your. Was that your idea? Yeah. So it came out of COVID. Um, so we'll backtrack a little bit. And I'll get to the Mimosa Fest. COVID was tough. Yeah, let's go through the let's go through the whole COVID thing. How that affected yeah. the bar. It was, and, well, that was crazy. Um, we had to get unique on, on ways to make money because even though you had great support, people would come amazing support, big red of the same thing. People came in, they spent their money and they, um, probably overspent because they knew it was a challenge for restaurants. We still couldn't sell booze. So that was the margins on, on booze is better. Food's not so much. We still sold it. So even on a, an amazing night when we were open, on a great day when we were not open, it was half the sales, if that. Right. It was it was really bad. So 
we kept the whole staff on and especially kitchen and most of the wait staff as far as a to-go or delivery service we tried to offer. We offered online ordering and then we got into um, just like how crazy can we get and push the limits with things. We did patio punch. Yep. You, could, you could pull up and I'd give you patio. So it was pushing the limits. It was legal, but it was pushing the limits. And then we did jugmosas. And so the jugmosas were huge. Um, we went to Hy-Vee and asked them to purchase milk jugs. And we mixed <laughs> champagne and orange <laughs> juice. We called Love Signs and we're like, hey, can we get a st- go sticker to put on these jugs that you know it's unique to us? Right. And so we did that. So we had great support there. Um, I even think Love Signs may have donated those stickers to us because really? they, they knew they were involved heavily with restaurants getting signage out front that said, you know, dine in, drive through, whatever right. it is. And so they were great. Um, and the Jugmosas, I, I still think about it today and I laugh. <laughs> I want to do it again. It's like yeah. one day, one day, just come pick up a Jugmosa. So did some of those regulations get, although they, they not anymore, you can't, can you still you do still something can. like that? Okay. Yeah. So that, I, I can't remember which law that was that was put in. Uh, by Ricketts, but yeah, you can, so you can still do to go cocktails. Okay. Yeah. I'm not sure if it's in legal in a jug, <laughs> uh, but we do it. They were delicious. Well, and some people just chugged it in their car. I can see them <laughs> as they're driving away. Oh, this is bad. Um, but no. Uh, so that, so that, so that Jugmosa thing was unique. Love Signs made a, a great sticker that had mimosa kind of in cursive. And I was just sitting there one day and, and talking to some of the staff, it's like we should celebrate these and have like a little sidewalk party with jugmosas. And one of my staff members was like, Mimosa Fest. And I was like, okay. I was at this time I was bored. I can't even imagine being bored now. Right. But all day at work, you know, I had my staff worked my shifts. I wasn't really working the shifts. So I started planning this thing during COVID. And then it went through. We opened up in June again and we went through. Uh, a year or half a year, and then we did it in in June of nine, no twenty twenty no June of twenty one twenty one yeah yeah so um, the first year we we went big we had music a stage food vendors it was crazy we mixed every mimosa. I remember you talking about order. that. It was the worst idea ever. Yeah. Uh, I had like five bartenders and yeah. all they, and they were so pissed at me. They're like, <laughs> what? We're making this. T- at first they weren't like, Oh, what's it going to be? 800 people. No, there was like 4,000 people right. there for the whole day. And was, I the, was, was the block shut down the first yeah, year? We shut it down too, yeah. but we shut it down. And then, and that was a lot of work. I mean, I, I say shut it down. Like it just happened. That was months yeah. of planning and working, right. but we worked with the city. The city was great to work with. Um, for shutting that down and and then year two is when I just couldn't I could people wanted to do it again and I was like I can't like now we're busy at this point now we're we're really moving the event center was open the office bar had just been purchased by us so I was kind of there was a lot of things going on and I think we think we had like two more kids at that point so um, <laughs> you're a busy dude right there was yeah and uh and then so US 92 took it over. So they're like, we, we love the event. We love the idea of having um, this as a marketing opportunity and tool for us downtown. And so they they uh, partnered with us, and now it's their event. Um, I help them set up and, and do things and help with the event. But um, so I guess district founded it for one year, and then we got rid of it. But it was because of the work, the volunteers right. needed, you know, the support, the marketing. US 92 has that. 
they have that, you know, um, that ability to do that. So Mimosa Fest, it's crazy. Every single year, I'm amazed. We went this past year. It was a great time. I'm just amazed by the people, right? you know, and the things that they do after 15 mimosas. <laughs> yeah, we, we left before it got too crazy, but yeah. That's, that's kind of why it ends at 10 o'clock. Yeah. Um, well, I can see, I'm surprised it's even 10, because like we showed up when it started, We started, and we I, had, was done, we, I was done by 6. We ended at 7 the first year. Did you? And I was like, that was plenty. <laughs> but then this last year, we went till 10, because Mr. Hand had a reunion concert. Right. So we kept it open, and it was huge. I mean, it was amazing. Great turnout. Plus, you know, every year there's been a, a you know, you buy a wristband, and either 5 or $10 goes to St. Jude's right. or um, the women's shelter. So every year there's, a, there's, you know, there's a charity that gets essentially the, the profit That's of it. That's great. So it, Initially there was two, but two stages? There was two. two, two yeah. The last two years have been two stages. Um, the main stage for the – we try to keep it local bands. Um and, and kind of celebrate that with Greenlight, Great Night, which US 92 and Mike Flood do. I remember that conversation with Mike. He's like, I want to invest in local music. And I was like, holy cow, you're the only one. Right. <laughs> so, um, but it's been a great opportunity to work with US 92 and those things. Um, you know, they, Greenlight, Great Night is a great program. And, and so it really um, kind of influx some money for ba- for bars and restaurants to put live music on. Um, but it's great. So they they do a great thing. Uh, the whole the whole event, it, most of us, is great. The, the, the second stage then is kind of more for, you know, Chad Barnhill at Midwest Music does a great job with local bands. There was young, there was some younger yeah. bands there. The, well, the first year was Neon Lights, and they were at that point they were good. I knew who they were, but nobody else did really. Right. And they were amazing. They're right. so good. There's some good talent in Northport. <laughs> well, and but their lead singer's from O'Neill, but the rest is from town. Well, northeast Nebraska, I guess. Sure. Right. But they're so good. She's so talented. Um, and, and hearing the band play together and how involved the parents were with helping them book, coming to the events with them, supporting the bar by buying drinks. I and think then, they also performed at Big Bang Boom. That was big for last them. year. That was huge. Yeah. Now, Neon Lights is a great band. I think they're all at high school now. Maybe one left. Close. Maybe yeah. one left. The drummer. So young. I think so. So young. Um, mm. But then this last year, I think it was Frippery. So there's always a, a good local band. Chad's doing a great job with these young kids and, and molding these bands and, you know, finding drummers and bass players and, and then teaching them and having classes and lessons. He so, runs that camp. Uh, was it Camp Rocker something yeah. over the summer? That's a cool. great, great deal. Yeah. Chad's a, a huge asset. You should have him on this podcast. Uh, he's on the list. Is he? Because he would, I haven't talked to him yet, but he's on the list. That'd be a two hour conversation. I got a whole list. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going <laughs> to, after I figured after you and I did this yeah. one, we would kind of bounce some names oh, out of, off yeah, each other. We got it. There's a lot of people we got to get in here <clears throat> for sure. Yeah. Um, so after Mimosa Fest, uh, that's is that the only real event that you were involved in downtown? So at the office, we do the office block party. Oh, I remember, okay. Yeah, yeah, I've been to that. So it's pretty big. Um, it's not as big as Mimosa Fest. It's only on 4th Street. Um, but we had great bands. Boundless has played there. Um, great lights and sound tech um, from Boundless. They do, they, do, they do both. They play live, and they also have a... You know, a business on the side that where they, they they do the production, and so that's great. Um, it's a great time. We we've the block party will happen every year. It's our biggest day of the year. We we just love working with on the on the side street. Like everything is Main Street. Our little dive bar is off on Fourth yeah, Street. Yeah, because you just closed it from the yep. from Norfolk Avenue to uh, Madison. Madison, yeah, yeah. And um, so it's nice to have it kind of off Main Street, um, and just have have fun and we can do whatever we want to there. Um, we did a lot of barbecue 
we have a huge smoker. We smoked so much meat one day. It was my partner, Ryan, was just chopping meat all day. <laughs> and I was like, do you want me to get you something? He's like, no, I'm no, just, just I'm, 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 in the meat. I'm in it. I'm just chopping the meat. <laughs> so yeah, it was fun. So it's, it's good. But, um, that was fun. Cause that was one of your favorite bars when, yeah. back in the big red days. Yeah. And then you, yeah. end up, you end up now owning it. Yeah. Well, that's weird. I didn't think about that, but <laughs> it was, um, it was, that was a challenge in itself. I'm we sure. won't go into that. Cause you're, you're partnered with somebody on that one too, right? Yeah. Ryan Mateo, yeah. Ryan yep. Rochelle Mateo. Um, <clears throat> So me and Ryan have been friends. We were three years old. It was his, really his favorite bar. He grew up a block away on Madison Avenue. Um, you know, we hung out there a lot as young young adults. And um, when it, yeah, when it became available, the owner reached out to him. And I love that you guys kept the bathrooms the way they were. <laughs> the, hey, there was some things that were cleaned up. Well, I, I, no, no, no. I mean, like the sayings. Oh, yeah, yeah I'm sure there was. <laughs> when you walk in there, you know, it is. But you know what, though? That's one thing. So Eddie Brill was here. So Eddie Brill wrote comedy for Letterman Show for yep. years. He took a piss in there. And he was like, that was the funniest wall I've ever seen. Right? And I was like, well, how many funny walls have you seen? <laughs> right. I've seen a lot of funny walls. I said, okay. That was kind of the end of the conversation there. But yeah. um, <clears throat> if you do get a chance to take a piss in the office bar, yeah. Read the liter- literature. Make sure you hit both. There's, there's two. There's two guys' <laughs> bathrooms. Hit them both. The they're both equally good. Yeah, but I think the I think I've never the been in the women's. I don't know. Is the women's the same? Oh, or? No, it's nice. There's nothing on the wall. Nothing on the, on the wall. The women's. There used to be a Highland cow painting in there. Yes. So I'm not sure if someone stole it or what. It was. A, it was a big deal. It really? was. Yeah. yeah. Like I, me, and a couple of friends, maybe potentially at one point in time, you used to it? go have conversations with this cow. <laughs> oh my gosh. Don't we're we're girls we're weird uh-huh. you know, you know. That's, that's conversations how it goes. with cows in the bathroom mm-hmm. but yeah and so we went in there one day and we're like where the hell did the cow go yeah. like the cow painting was just gone but if someone yeah. stole it because we were all a fan of that yeah. but the is cleaned up the women's bathroom is nice yeah you could hang out in there yeah the the men's room you pee as fast as you can and get out and get out yeah. And sometimes if the doors you, don't even work. If you can turn around. If you can. Sometimes you can't turn around. And sometimes someone will be behind you, like, waiting. Like, <laughs> Big Jim has a hard time getting <laughs> in and out sure of I'm sure Big Jim does. There's one sink for all three of them. Yep. That's old school. That is very old school. I like that, though. Yeah. Then you can really make sure if somebody's washing their hands. <laughs> you know. <laughs> you know they, for if that, sure. If that door, the door slams. Yep. You know. Oh, everyone looks. <laughs> wash your hands. Wash your hands. Mm-hmm. That's we go through a lot more soap at the office. I'm than, sure you do. Else. I'm sure you do. Yeah, <laughs> that's a scary thought to think about. But yeah, it is. Well, yeah. it is. I know it's crazy. Um, anything else in the office you want to touch on? It's, you, you guys did a great job in there. Kind of, re, you know, how much like uh, renovation did you have to do there? It wasn't a, a lot. whole lot. Was it, it a was lot? a lot? Yeah, <clears throat> because it was just a mess. I mean, it was just there was things in there that I didn't even know existed. Like, uh, like a, in the back. Like, what do you mean? Like a, dish, a, a washer and dryer. Oh, a cot. Okay. A, a half full aquarium, lockers. Okay, what? I don't know what. It was different. There was there was some different things that had happened with previous ownership. Yeah. Um. But the really cool thing about that space, which I'm a history guy, is if you go in the basement, you see a normal basement. It's crappy. There's dirt. The because most softener. of the downtown basements are dirt floor. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. And the water softener shooting water out the side to a small puddle with. Mutants in it. That sounds great. That's ex- it's expected. Yeah. What's not expected is it, we found a small like room off the side that had a trap staircase where you could, where they used to play poker illegally. Oh. And then when you came down and got 
in trouble the main walkway, main staircase down, you ran up, pushed it up, and were out a door. Really? Pretty That's cool. That's really cool. It is cool. Even the, the, those sort of things are all over downtown. Well, there, the, isn't there a tunnel system too downtown? I'm not sure. There, there maybe used to be. Okay. I've never seen it. But um, in the basement of, it used to be a, a web property next to the connected district there um, where you take your pets to get groomed. In the basement there on the um, the wooden structure in the basement are people's names. Really? Where they slept. They would put their name on there and say, I slept here. It was cut for the railroad. They would put cots in there and sleep down there. Wow. That's and a, then that's over on, on Northwestern at the Mint, the building next to the Mint Bar, if you ask Keith Henry, he'll probably show you. You go down there and there's um, false, there's wooden structures that hold the building up, but you can peel off a part of the wood and there's spots for bottles to be in. Really? So that's really? back in the prohibition oh, yeah. days, yeah. Norfolk's got a ton of that because we had so much railroad traffic right. coming through here. So. I mean, the reason why we have a, the population we have now is we were the you know, kind of the mecca for for stops on the railroad. Right. Yeah. That's great. Um, but you, you guys have done a great job on the, at the office. I go there. Yeah. I, I just love going downtown. It's kind of like my I don't go to many other areas in town anymore. Which I mean, it is what it is. But yeah. you can park your car and walk and walk. Yeah. That's pretty much everywhere. Even, even during the winter time. Yeah. I mean, going you can go from the you know the boathouse and throw axes to walk over to the fish street. Like that, yep. you know, you're there in a second. We usually so. do like the the. We'll sometimes go to the boathouse. We we'll usually start at like Fenders. Yeah. And then we'll go eat at District. Mm-hmm. And then we'll go hit the office. Might, yeah. might hit the harbor. You know. There's there's, a, there's so many like, you, you, like I live downtown, but there's so many like little hidden things. Even though we're not a big town, like um the pure seafood. Right. Amazing. Like Leon's. Right. Go to Leon's and get a margarita. Even El Rodeo sitting over. back there behind yeah, the laundromat. Exactly. That um. You know, and nothing's really hidden, but I mean, Napoli's has great pizza. Yep. And it's not hidden, but it's back there a little bit off the beaten path. And, um, Nofo Pizza now, too. Like, no, there's Nofo, so much stuff down there. Forest Street Sweets. <clears throat> you got, um, MJ's Gelato. Gelato yep. I mean, 411 is always, Danny's does a great job at 411. Now he has Fenders. You got the Boathouse. I mean, there's just so much to do. And, and you he's make, coming on here, too. So he'll be, who is Danny? Danny, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Danny's really, really a, a great guy. We walked in there not long ago, and he was just like, there's no menu. I'm just going to give you that. And it's like, okay. He's great the, with that. <clears throat> yep, thank you. That's what, yes. we, that's what we were hoping for. Yep. You know, so uh, he is good. does a great job with coffee cocktails. Yep. I have so many friends that go in there and just get coffee cocktails. Yep. Yeah, he's good. Danny, um, him and his wife do a great job. They live next to a good friend of mine. They have a huge backyard. I don't know if he grows his own vegetables, but you should ask him when he's here because that'd be a good question for him. He should, and he better. Yeah, he's got great food and great space, and I'll help him. Yeah, and I don't even know <laughs> his uh, his wife makes all of the um, the bakery goods for yeah. vendors. Yeah, she's she does a great job. They're always so involved, and so I'll be driving through, and Danny be running back and forth, you know, across the he's street. He's always running back and forth. I know that. So he must love that midway crossing there. Yeah, he's got to because it's got to be his footprint should be like in, in right, the, yeah. right. Dedicated. Yeah, he is for sure. Um, so you made the 20 under 40 list in 2021. Was that right after I forget when district opened? Yeah, we opened in 19. So it was right the year mm-hmm. after. Um, were you surprised by that? Not at all. I didn't know what was even going on. Um, just got a, got a phone call for a headshot and, uh, they had told me we had made, I'd made it. Um, I didn't know what it was really, but I was happy to be a part of it. That's um, great. it was the first year they did it. So I was proud of that. 
Um, so some great people were on that. And, and then um, I got a chance to be a part of the, the selection committee the next year after. So, yeah, so I was on that. Um, Brandon, our GM, was on there one time. And, uh, you know, and, and Brandon does <clears throat> a great job. So he doesn't get a lot of the credit that I get. He's a great dude. Right. And I get a lot of the credit. But I get all of that shit. Too. Right. So yeah. Um, Which he's probably grateful see, for. There's the second swear word, right? That's okay. Um, but no, he he's an amazing guy, hardworking, and you know he's involved in a lot of things for downtown too, as far as you know the concert series and that sort of thing. He's <clears> like you. He care, he cares about downtown. He cares just like yeah, you do. Yeah, absolutely. About, yeah. And 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 so he's uh, he's amazing. He's such a good guy. Uh, he's my son's godson, and we've yep. been friends for a long time. But. Uh, he's amazing. So he made that list the second year, I, th- I think, or second or third year. And it's been fun. Um, yeah. So the, the connect group is a lot of work. They're great. Um, they work hard. They put on great events at the bowling alley. They do a great um, work for uh, the, the concert series. A lot of them are chamber ambassadors. So they go out there and put their red coats on and go to yep. you know, openings and, you know, that's it's a it's a great thing. We have a really good community of a lot of good people putting a lot of volunteer time in. So I, I even though so I, I was talking earlier about working eight hours office for four in those days, um, I try to find some time for volunteer work too. So whether it be just my civic duty or whatever right. it is, but um I had I did a, a a forum for the um I can't remember what it's called now, um, of course. It was uh Anyway, I was I was on a pa- panel with Angie Stinger and Brenda Carhart, and Angie said something that was really unique to me. It was, you know, I'm gonna I I get asked to do a lot of things, volunteering. She goes, I'm gonna do X amount of hours a week. So whether it's an hour a day or whatever it is, you know, spending time at a meeting or whatever it is. So that was kind of refreshing to hear her say that because then I've tried to do the same thing, right? Um, but you know, as an elected official on city council things come up and so I can't really, I can't really count account. You know, I can't, I can't say, Oh, I worked, I did my hour, right. Did my two hours. So, right. um, it, it is different, um, in that position, but you know, finding time during the day, like, like what she said, not being elected to find time to go to a meeting at DNA or the vehicle parking district or the creative arts district, getting involved and finding time to, to go to those meetings, putting on your calendar, um, that that was what resonated with me with her. I know she puts a ton of time in. Do you guys know Angie? Yeah, I know Angie. Yep, amazing. Uh, really good, really good person. Puts a lot of time in. Um, really is here for the community. And so it's so I, I think that resonated with a lot of people in the crowd too. That you know you find out. I've always just said when it happens, it happens. Was that like so? You're, was that like an open panel that people came to? Yeah, it was. It was the uh, the. I think I know what you're talking about now that you're yeah. saying it. it. It is the, uh, it's the, um, the connect, the connect they're, they're um, forum. Or you okay. Call it. Yeah. yeah. I get, I get it's what you're like saying. a two day event, two or three day event. Yeah. Um, do people come in and ask questions? Is that yeah. Kind of- yeah. It was, a lot, it was a lot of fun and it was, it was really good. And I, you know, there's what, like one thing that stood out to me that I guess for me is normal, but people don't think it's normal early in the morning. Um, I like to play chess. Really? Online. I never saw that about you. It just gets your mind moving. Yeah. And I think what like some things that have been um recently have been good for me is not just going to work and like, okay, I'm hungry. I'm gonna eat a pizza and then I'm gonna get a coke mm-hmm. and then I'm gonna so like now I'm like I'm like 
groggy because I so like right. I wait to eat. Me and I too. Play, I play chess. That's awesome. Yeah, it's like your release. Yeah, I do the same thing with I got video, you other video something. games. Yeah, I stream a little bit on the side, and that's kind of my See, release. Video games. I would love to play video games. Yeah. How are you good at it? It's terrible. Just over the years, I just I stayed good. I guess I'm right. not. I'm not like great by any means, but I can still hold my own a little bit. But, then, but I only but, only play like two games. I know, but so are they like shooting games? One of them is. Yeah, see, I would fail at that horribly. <laughs> I would be like, okay, I'd be lost. I'd be that guy like in the office where Jim is yeah. like stuck in a corner and can't shoot the, yeah. the gun. That would That's be me. Funny. Um, I just I wouldn't be able to handle it. I can do Mario Kart. There you I go. was I'm, gonna say my extent is Mario Kart. That's Super about Nintendo? as good as it gets. Hey, yeah, sure. Nice. Sixty-four. Sixty-four. Cube. Game. Oh, baby park on GameCube. <laughs> I'll challenge you. I'll school you. That's oh. funny. Good old Mario Kart. They got the Switch now too. You can do it on the Switch. I've never touched. I've never even touched one. Really? No. That's pretty uh-huh. fun. Um, uh. Moving on from the twenty under forty, you were appointed Ward Four City Council Member twenty twenty one, and then elected in twenty twenty two. How did that all come about? How did, how did was it something? Was it something that you wanted, or were you kind of asked yes. to be appointed to that? Um, a little bit of both. Um, so, Josh Boning, our mayor. Uh, and myself are, are close. You know, we, we we were never close. We weren't like high school friends or college buddies, but we have the same passions. And I think at some point you align with them and you meet them and you you find them in a in a capacity of, um, you know, we, we got a chance to meet and talk. And, and I was blown away by his passion for what he wanted to do as a, as, as a mayor of Norfolk. And so I think, um, you know, we were close and I'd always brought it up to him. You know, maybe, you know, if, you know, Fred Weeblehouse doesn't run or maybe I'll run against him. I don't know. And, you know, I, I have a passion for, for helping others. And I, I, I thought of a city council position as someone who gets to represent some, some people's voice. Right. And so I was interested in it and Fred stepped down. So then the appointment process came up. Um, there was like four of us and there's a, there's an interview process. Then you meet with, you know, the council president city administration and then the mayor makes the ultimate decision um and, and he chose me you know like i said it was you know we we had talked at that point with me and josh we had i barely knew him mm-hmm. you know we had we had talked strictly about you know what's better for norfolk you know it, um downtown was a huge focal point at that point and you've you've always had ideas and things that you wanted for norfolk and you, you had a picture in your head so this is kind of a good spot yeah. to be in yeah it was and i think you know and then so when i got the appointment um it's weird though because you can you can open a restaurant downtown and everyone likes you and then be on city council and everyone hates you well and that's weird because it is weird. you know yeah i guess it's nothing changed you know um if you trust me to to um hire your children or train you know your brother why can i not do other things you right. know like um pave sidewalks you know i don't right. know so um it's weird it's been great um yeah running for re-election last year was was diff was was a challenge um running for anything is a challenge you I mean, had a lot of supporters though yeah but i mean you put your name out there right, right. you're like hey um that was half the reason why i was a little i didn't know if i wanted to do this podcast yeah. or not but i'm like you know what you, you, you only live once and and I'm just going to I'm just going to throw it all out there. Yeah. And that and that's good. And that's be, and that's one thing too. You just got to make a decision and do it. Mm-hmm. Um and then you can't waver on what you're going to do. You got to and you got to be solid in your decisions. I hate tabling things. I think it's the worst thing ever on council. 
I know there's times we have to do it for certain reasons, but I don't like tabling anything. Right. And so, um, but anyway, no, it got elected, ran against Zach Steiner and, and um, a few others. And Zach, me and Zach were in the, in the general in November. Zach's a great guy. Really, we become good friends. Um, I'm supportive of, of him continuing maybe running this next time. And look, I'm, I won by five votes. You know, that's how it was super close. It was close. And Zach had a ton of support too. Uh, so it was, it was weird to run against someone that I've known for a long time. And um, I, I, we went to high school together for a little same bit. age. I think. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and then he's a great father, a great dad. We had the, the recount in Madison. He brought his kids. So he's just a great father and a great person. And so it was, it was hard to run against someone like that. Um, but I'm glad he did because it, it made me better at, as a councilman. It's just as a person in general. He's a, he's a great person. Uh, we had to debate each other. Like, you know what I mean? It's hard to debate someone in front of people that you kind of align with to, to some extent. Right. Uh, but just, anyway, it had a lot of things in common. But uh, it was good. And, you know, so we, yeah, be on council now for a couple of years. Um, you really learn a lot about a lot of things. Our city staff is really good. One of my favorites is like our streets department is so good. Uh, we have a couple of good guys. We had a guy out of Minnesota. He is amazing. He's brought new ideas to fixing potholes. We have a pothole number. You can call a number for potholes. I'm sure. Yeah. So, and he does a great job taking care of those. So there's a lot of good things going off the city. Um, a lot of challenges too, but you know, you sign up for that. Right. So there's challenges everywhere, even yeah. in the smaller city than this. Yeah. So no, I know. There's are you, are you in this room? Right, in this room. Trying to get more whiskey. Right. Do you want I'm more? No, I'm just Do you need another yeah. beer? No, I'm good. Yeah, good. You, uh, you want some more whiskey? I'll do some. I'll do okay. some more yeah. of that. Yeah. I'll hook you up. Just, that, just get in that brick way. I'll take just a little bit too. I got you. Cool. Thank you. Um, are you happy with the direction that Norfolk's moving in? I mean, obviously you're a part of it. So are you, are you happy with that? Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm happy with the direction. I would say that we can fix things. So, you know, I was kind of thinking about. You know, how to answer this question, if you asked it. I think we've had great leadership over a long period of time. Um, Gordon Adams was a, a really good mayor, an amazing citizen who put a lot of his own time and money into our community. And then we had Sue Fookman, who really laid the groundwork, in my opinion, for someone like Josh to come in. Right. And then, and then you know, now we have, you know, Josh will hope, I, I think he'll hopefully move on you know, from mayor and, and be proud of his time here. Well, the, the last election, nobody, nobody really stepped up to want to do yeah, it. He was unopposed. Right. Um, so I think we're, I think being a mayor is, you know, it's a, it's a huge um, addition to your life. No it's matter big, what it's it is. a big commitment. Yeah. And, and, and there was this is back to social media. Mm -hmm. There was things saying the mayor makes $80,000 a year and people believed it. Right. That's what my problem with social media and these things are, are misinformation. And so um, it's it was kind of a joke. We, we, we joked about it every day. It's like, right. Mayor, can you buy this lunch? Right, right. You're making all this money. Right. So it's, um, but you, you have to have someone. Uh, I love the direction of our city, yes. It, it's been laid down. Each mayor, in my opinion, has laid down some kind of groundwork for the next mayor. They've worked together to communicate. Um, we, we have, <clears throat> we've had strong councils. We've had, and that's the point. You get eight people. So it's it's hard for a small group to control their their agenda. And so I think um, in general, we've had great, great growth. Um, annexation was a tough vote. 
but let's be honest. I mean, we had pockets of our city that weren't in town. Right. So then when someone calls 911, the first question is your address. And now that our dispatch center is, is only here, that's fine. But before it wasn't. Right. So they were asking, well, this isn't our, this is county. You know, there's, there's things that you got to take into consideration. You can't ha- keep having growth and then not annex in what's being encompassed. Right. So I think there was a lot. There was people who were upset, upset with me. Said, I'm never going to district table on tap ever again. Well, well that's fine. It was you, can't, you can't make everybody happy. No, tough decisions. But it, now it's it's making sense. Um, and a lot of people don't understand how, like, what you just brought up works. They don't understand that. Oh, you, yeah. I can't just call 911 and it's that easy? Not always. Not always. It is, not it's always. better now. Right. Because no better for, now. But don't forget Hoskins, Stanton County. And so the dispatch is right here. But uh, So do you want to keep this seat for years to come? Or you? I mean, I, I want to be there forever. I, I think I think one thing that's the best part of being a councilman is that you learn every day something new. Like Thad Mirren is, is my other award for a councilman. He is... <clears throat> there for a long time Shane Clausen Corey Granquist these guys Gary Jackson was on there before he, he left when I was on there those guys had 12 years they know the in they know what's correct and what's not right they know when to spend money when not to um for and, you listeners out there if you go to the city website you can see the past council members the list is not very long for the years that the city has been established it's it's been a very tight-knit group well I think you know that's because you, you, you get to working with the people in your ward. So you help them, you know, um, fix their curbs, help them with zoning changes. You go to their home and, and you and you inspect fences, whatever it is. You get to know them. And then if you want to continue doing that, it, it's you, you put your name out there and it, usually the people know you. So they vote you back in. That's like the most the best part about being a councilman is going to someone's home or going to their business and helping them with what they need help with. The council meetings are are great. We get to vote on things. Um, but helping them the every day, you know what I mean? Like yeah, someone calls you're, about, you're representing that ward. Right. And you're and representing that's, the people. That's the best part. Going to their home and talking to them, shaking their hand, talking. So and then and helping them with their issue, whether it be a neighbor issue, right. fencing, you know, fences are always a big thing. So that's a huge thing in t- yeah. Yeah. It's tough so I mean, those places. are the best parts about it. Yeah. Do you have any further aspirations? Or you, uh, now that I just asked, you're, mm. you want that seat. Do you have any other further aspirations in politics at all? Nope. No. Nope. Just want to stick to city council. <laughs> Trust me, us three have done enough naughty things. Yeah. I don't want them coming out. That's that's why. <laughs> that's why I didn't even want to know if I wanted to ever run for council. I, I thought I'm about it. But I'm like, eh, I don't know if I want. There's to do that. nothing that we have done that has not <clears throat> been done. Oh no. We just went out, had, we just went out. And we had party. We had fun. Right. I think it's. Um, I just. I see now. You know. Um, <clears throat> Bob Dover. Uh, in Senate, doing a great job, and people criticize him who don't even know him. They've never heard him. They've never heard him talk. They don't know who he is. Flood, doing a great job in Congress, working hard for the people of his district, talking about him. And even people are crazy. Some guy was posting about me not long ago about how I'm trying to buy up a, a property downtown and put an event center in. Okay, A, what's wrong with that? Right. B, I met with a doctor here in town who is doing that because I've done it before. So it's like, what's even the big deal right. if I did do that? Right. It's weird how people don't know you and then like they post about you. Right. And then I've never had that my whole life until I was city council. Right. And someone says something, you're like, who who is this? And like your wife will show you, your dad will show you, be like, do you know this guy? It's like, no. I how does he know me? He doesn't know me. Right. 
So it's weird to do those things. Um, not that I can't. I can take the criticism. Right. Look, all of us can. We work in bars. We work in restaurants. Right. We dealt with all kinds of people. Someone calling me a name doesn't bother me. Right. But it might and, bother. And the name calling shouldn't happen. I do like sometimes that, you know, we can't. there's going to be disagreements. Absolutely. You know, so just but when it, you know, let's, yeah. keep, let's keep it civil. Yeah. You know, but it, it, might bother, it might bother me, but it might bother, like, my brother or Brenda or my kids. Or your parents. Right. You know what I mean? And that's where it's like, okay, you know, you just said this. Do you know who's going to see this? And you're, and you're misinformed or wrong. Right. So that's a, that's a, that's, that's one thing you have to get used to. I got pretty thick skin. I don't care. Right. Call me what you want to. Right. Uh, you know, it's fine. But um, no, being on city council is amazing. Uh, you should run. I've thought about it. You should run. What ward are you in? I think two. I'd be in Shane's. I think Shane's. Okay. Ward. So Shane, Shane just won last year. Well, we just bought another house, though, so I, I think we'll be in the same one. But Yeah. Pretty sure. Yeah. I mean, you never know when someone's going to step down. And you know, even Justin Webb ran on a post. Mm-hmm. We shouldn't. I love Justin. Don't get me wrong. But no one should run on a post, especially a new seat. You know, in a and, comment, and I like Josh, too, but I thought I thought running for mayor un, unopposed was kind of a, like, yeah, crazy deal. Well, I think, yeah, I, I think some people get. The, you started talking about mayor and council, not mayor, not council, but mayor takes the money too. It you does. Know? Um, and, you know, and, well, not if you're Josh, because he ran a post, but, you know, to, to, to oppose someone like him. Right. But someone should have, yeah. yeah. So that, that's one thing I think people got to get more involved, their names out there more, have more options. And like I said, I'm, I'm not opposed to him being mayor or, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, right. I just always think there needs to be, there needs to be a couple of choices, somebody in there. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think Josh did a really good job his first term coming in, making some cha- he made some hard changes, but he just you know, at the end of the day he he worked his tail off. And and he got he got some scrutiny too, but he, he oh yeah he went through it. Well, he's still getting it. I know but, he is. Um, I know he is, which is good. But and th- and, th- and he should. No one should be satisfied one hundred percent. It would something would be wrong then. Yeah. Um, well, then we'd be under a dictatorship. That'd so. be China. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, I think uh, it's it's great. Um, yeah, like I said, just the best part of doing it is going and seeing the families, talking to them. Fixing their issue, whatever it is. That's the big thing. I, and I'm, I know you you like that. Yeah, well, You're it, just that person. It, and then you get like these people who are like, oh, my backyard's not big enough for a chicken coop. Could we pass that? Right. Year? You have ducks and chickens. Yep. And um, what can we do? Is it, well, there's conditional use permits. There's blah, blah, blah. And, and she's like, well, can I just put a chicken coop back here? And I was like, no, you can't. You know, and we kind of <laughs> laughed about it. And she's like, well, I'm, I'm going to. I'm like, going to. Well, I, well I'm. There's gonna be someone driving down your alley, checking your your property out, yep. and so then we we figured out a way to make it work, and that was what was important. So, um, yeah, see, we, not not many. I never heard about that. Not, not many people, you know. I normal citizens hear about the scrutiny, the criticisms. We don't get to hear the the good things that you guys do. There is none. I made that whole thing up. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, no, you're right. No one ever. You know, it's not in the paper. It's not. Um, you know, it's not written about on social media or anything. It's That's just, another reason why I wanted to start this podcast to really get the the long form view of a person a like of, you. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things. I mean, there's just and there's so many subcommittee meetings. Mm-hmm. But you know, there, we get things done and we get a chance to to talk to the city staff, go to um, the wastewater plant, go to you know um, the streets department, go to the PD, and we get to know the staff and see the things behind the scenes that really people don't get to see. And then they don't understand how our city really works. Who does the minutes for the city council meetings? Brianna. Amazing, amazing person. I've, I've read through, um, I mean, some of those documents are hundreds of pages long. She's the best. And so 
I feel bad for her. I like, would too. I, when I, we when go I'm through, looking at it, I feel bad for myself trying to read it. But we go through so many conversations and meetings, and some last hours. Right. And but she's gone. She's great training. Um, there's a couple. One good thing about Beyond Council too is there's a bunch of um, seminars you can go to with staff and kind of watch them take notes and learn and then be a part of it too. Most are in Lincoln, but some are in Atlanta too. So I haven't gone to Atlanta, but I've gone to Lincoln for a couple and just to see our city attorney and, you know, Lyle Ludd are, you know, works for the city and HR watching those guys go and explain things to me. It's like, that's cool. Like me and Frank Arns went, uh, he's a, he's in ward too. Um, and, and we went there for a couple of days and just got to know the staff listening to how they do their job. Their jobs are tough, you know, and I think people just think that like things happen. There's a lot of work behind the scenes. Yeah. I think people think that with a lot of corporations yeah, or, everything. or everything, they just think, Oh, everything. It's, just, it's just there. This we're talking well, right pe- now. People are you set making up. it happen. Yeah, you, I mean, yeah, yeah, everything. Yeah. Restaurants are the same yep. way. Yep. You know, everything's the same way. There's a lot of work behind the scenes, but, um, yeah, it's been it's been fun. Council's fun. I like it. I've had no problem. Um, there's always scrutiny. There's always people. Um, they'll be negative on everything. I've helped this one lady like five times, and then there's always another issue. Right. But you have to go do it. Right. And and I have, um, and I always can. And now I'm trying playing a game with it. I'm predicting her next issue. Right. <laughs> and usually I can figure it out pretty right. easily. But right. no, there's a lot of good things going on. You know. Benjamin Avenue is taking longer than expected, but going to be great. It was definitely needed. Yeah. It was pushed off, pushed off, pushed off, pushed off. It's done now. It's going to be done. Do I get mad every day driving down it? I sure do, but I avoid that part of town right now. I have to take it. I know. I know. I, I got to drop Christian off at the middle school. <laughs> it goes back to you can't make everybody happy. I mean, yeah. you, you, what was the alternative? Continuing to so dive down yeah. into yeah. the potholes. Like. That's why I haven't I haven't voiced my opinion because it's every time I get mad I'm just in the moment. Just yeah. I just got to get past them. Oh, just, I just, no, I just got to get past the moment and then I'm fine. I, but I'm I'm there with you as a citizen. Yeah, you know, I drive yeah. too. Right to daycare. Right, you know at milestones. Right, and get my haircut by Brittany. Right yep, yeah. it's like I'm never coming back over here. Right, but um, <laughs> at the end of the day, you can see it being done, um, and what it will do. You know, um, it looks great from what I, yeah. Yeah, those restaurants, two casas there, Sakura, you got Voodoo Tattoo, all those businesses there that, that will benefit in the long run. I yeah. would like to see, and I know it's, I don't, I'm not even sure who owns it, but I'd like to see that strip mall get a little revamped again. Yeah. There. It's been a while. It's been a long time. Yeah. I remember it, it's weird. Godfather's yep. was like when I was in high school. Sports was Den was back go. there. Sports Den. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Yeah. That's great. No, I think um, Benjamin's going to be great. You know, the expanded sidewalks have been criticized in lighting, but you have to have lighting for safety. And you have to have the way that sidewalks are used now. There's more walkers. There's more um, walkers. There's more bikers. People are working out differently. You know, there's more dog walkers. We got, you know, like my Christian walks, he'll go to the Y after school from the middle school. And then sometimes he likes to go with his friends to Burger King, McDonald's. And it's like, I'd rather have a, a nicer sidewalk and a way for him to get to those places because he's got to walk. Um, I, I'm for it. And lighting is always an important thing at night, too. We've had quite a few people get hit over the years because of poor lighting. So, And I think, too, you know, like um, in Ward 4, we're a unique ward. We have a lot of industry. It's very spread out. It goes from the library all the way to the airport. Right. Um, A lot of industry, a lot of um, 
roads that are old, a lot of old homes, and we're the only part of town that has one-way streets. Yep. And, you know, those are challenges every single day. There are people going the wrong way on purpose or on accident, and the lighting on those streets is terrible. That's been one of my – so there's there's a lot of things that are in the works. You know, there's we're doing a South Norfolk revitalization for Northwestern and First Street – which is going to be huge. Those stockyards have got to be <laughs> well torn the f. Down. It was gonna it was gonna be done, and then they kind of backed out, right? Yeah. Oh, that was that was for a, a private enterprise. Yeah. Yeah. There was just not enough funding. Yeah. Um. But then now it's like first reach Northwestern will be redone, better lighting, better sidewalks, fix the curbs, you know, all those things, and those projects like that are are big and important to me. I do work hard for Ward 4. I push those street projects to get done first. Right. So is every other councilman. So right. then it comes to other people who make those. I do like that you guys did like a, or the city did, whatever you guys did, <clears throat> a vote. You guys put like the 95 street projects that need done or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I voted for all of the Ward 4. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm not your councilman. I don't blame you. I don't blame Where you. Where do you live? Where do you You're live? You're in mine. I'm in Ward 4. Where do you live? Uh, out in Amberwood Apartments. Are you still there? I'm still there. Oh, yeah. Same apartment? It's still the same one. Dang. I'm loyal. See? Did you vote for me? I did. <laughs> yeah, there we go. So I'm, I'm not think. fighting for you. You already have good roads out right, there. Right. <laughs> but no, there, there's so many roads. Like, so Michigan Avenue is getting done right now. That's in Ward 4. It's great. Um, yeah, there's a lot of street projects. Man, 7th Street from like Omaha Avenue to Madison is terrible. Yeah. So that's a big one. Um, but no, I think, you know. And you I, can't do them all at once. So we, I, I understand, you know, people yeah. want it done now, but you know, we gotta get, we gotta get, people gotta be have patience. Well, Benjamin was huge. Yeah, I mean that was, and that was a big, that was a big job, and there was a culvert in between there. You know, it was, uh, it was a lot of work to be done. First Street just opened. I don't uh, know if I can ask this question. What's going back in there where they took all those trees out past the bridge there, behind the strip mall there? First Street, on uh, Benjamin. I don't know. I don't know. I never heard anything. I was wondering because they took a whole bunch of the, mm-hmm. I saw the trees out. I have no idea if there's more development coming gotcha. or if the deve- if the city just tore them out for some reason. Gotcha. I, I didn't know, know for sure if you knew. I thought I might get an exclusive here. No, I don't. I don't even know anything. <laughs> I don't know anything. I don't. Um, you know, we keep we're kept pretty at bay. You know, we're not I'm supposed sure. to know everything. Right. So, you know, the mall will be a big addition. TJ Maxx and Kohl's, Planet yep. Fitness. I think at some point, you know, it's weird because. Things go through changes. Like downtown Norfolk was big at one point. It went from downtown to the mall, yeah. back downtown. Waves. It, it, it wasn't waves. And people, I don't think the normal person always understands that. Like it's yeah. always been that way. Yeah. Throughout oh, yeah. all history. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think um, like the mall now, you know, it, there's not a lot of choices out there. No. <laughs> you know, it's, so we have this great investor putting in 15, 20 million. Yep. And, um, you know, he came and asked for a tip of like three and a half million. And that was the most um, common sense option for us to do it. You know, everyone will say more debt is terrible. Um, I, as a business owner, and people say run this city like a business, I'm in debt as a business owner, trust me. Um, I take on more debt to grow. Most are. You, yeah. you almost have you know to take I mean? on, you know. Yeah. You I, I had to do it to do this podcast. Well, this, is, this is cool. Yeah. We should we should do it like late night like after like after like ten of these. We have goals for that. <laughs> we have goal we have goals for that. But I, I yeah we yeah. have we have plenty of goals for right. that. Right, no, that's cool. I, I think 
podcasts are amazing. Um, really excited. There was a couple. We just got to get the word out. That's the big thing. Yeah. How do you How do you do that? I'm trying. It's yeah. a, it's a it's a social media thing which we all hate. But yeah. No, I, can, I, I can't I, really go through the radio. I can't really go to the newspaper because they're gonna be like, "Oh, you're competing against us." And yeah. So well, I'll spread the word tonight. I know today, you will. Um, and I will. Uh, I'll, I'll push that for you. But no, I think it's great. This is neat. With the, uh, the last thing, uh, there's two things I want to ask you to yeah. end this out because um, I know you got to get out of here. Uh, with the 2024 election fast approaching, what are your thoughts on the current political environment and the systems that are in place? Are you happy with the way things are, or wh- what do you think? Nationally or locally? Nationally, federal government. Oh, no, it's terrible. <laughs> it's uh, terrible. Yeah, I don't know where to start. I think right now a lot of people are hurting. And being on city council, I've heard it locally. At the same time, I've still voted um, to for progress. So I think um, nationally, I don't know where Joe is going. Right. You know, and when they call him Sleepy Joe, it's I, he's baffling to me as a person. I'm proud of our local congressman Flood being there and speaking up for our border. Um, really excited for that. Actually, I think that's a problem we haven't seen here yet, but we will see it. Yep. They're seeing it in big cities because they're getting shipped there. Right. That's going to trickle down eventually. Um, no, I'm I'm not. It's tough, and I and Bidenomics is a joke. Right, people are not making money. Nope, inflation is an all time high. You cannot go to the grocery store and buy. If it was eighty dollars, it's now three hundred. Yeah, I know people in the grocery business. We're hitting that it's with a, it's a bad with daycare too. You know, yep. trying to provide food and, and you got a family. You're <clears throat> buying yep. groceries. Yep, you can't buy eggs anymore. Nope, the fuck? we get well. We I'll get, say it. We get farm fr- farm fresh <laughs> eggs. Well, now I do too. Now, now we're we're trying to do as much locally as we can. We get yeah. our meat sourced locally. We get yeah. go to know. hey, go to West Point. Their yeah. locker has good beef prices. Yeah. We buy buy stuff there. We and buy. look, ground beef used to be the poor man's meat. Right, it's expensive. Right, you can't buy anything anymore. It's mm-hmm. it's terrible. I go there and I. So one thing I know for sure is we do a waffle bar at dessert table on yep. tap on Sundays. We buy all of our fruit from Hy-Vee. I used to spend ninety dollars on fruit. And maybe like chocolate chips, but now you buy it from our distribution company. Yep, it is now two hundred dollars. I mean, that's that's a hundred dollars for one. That's just that's just fruit. Right. For that's for one, one weekend, one one day. Wow. So I mean, you you can see it as a father, you know, as a business owner, you can see it when you go buy these things. And most and our invoices say the same thing. And when you know we're trying to eat healthy, we're trying to feed our kids the right food. It's t- it's a tough it's tough. That's expensive. Yeah. It's cheaper to let me fat. Right. Right. <laughs> I mean, really. It's true. Pizza rolls. Look at me. Yeah. This is all I got. Pizza rolls, pizzas, frozen pizzas, That's funny. quesadillas, tacos. Let's right. go. Right. It's cheaper to do that. No. Are, are you still a fan of the two-party system? You kind of like the way that's still going? That, that was the, kind of my big thing is there's really no – It's it, we're getting further and further away from compromise. Yeah. No, I hate it. Yeah. I just – you're talking about Republicans, Democrats? No, they're both terrible. Yeah. And I'm a part of them, one of them. I agree. Um they're, they're neat. I don't know. So this kind of goes back. You know, I, I, I'm i not like a Robert Kennedy fan, but he's independent running for president. Does anyone know that even? Yep. Vance, yep. And, I, Vance yep. and I just talked about this last night. Now, he doesn't like some of his, his other policies, but yeah. I'm like, at some point, there will be a Democratic candidate, if they're smart, yeah. that can meet in the middle. Because like where I sit is I'm obviously, I'm, and I've said this, people know, I'm Republican, but I'm more middle right. You know, I'm not far right, um, but there's there's got to be compromise in there somewhere. One of my favorite presidents was JFK, yeah, and he was a Democrat, so. Well, so was Trump at one point. 
Well, exactly. So anyway, so it's, that's how <clears throat> fucked up it is. There it is again. Right. But so bringing that up is I think that you're right. I'm with you. I'm Republican, conservative, love guns, yep. love freedom of speech. I don't care if you're gay. You know, I don't either. I don't want a woman or a man in a woman, or I don't want trans in the opposite sex bathrooms. Right. I don't care what you do. Right. I don't care if you're gay. I don't care. I mean, abortion, I'm against abortion. I'm there. I'll say it right now. But I will tell you that I ran for city council as a nonpartisan position, which means the reason you're nonpartisan is because what you're doing is you're approving budgets. Right. Zoning. Right. No social issues. People want to make those small government, my positions, right. socially acceptable by their own parties, which is a mistake. So the reason I was told, the reason that my election with Zach was so close was because I did a forum with Democrats. Okay. So if my position is a nonpartisan. Because you did a forum? Yeah. We had a, we had a forum at the district event center. Yeah. I, I wasn't a part of it. Right. They rented it out. Right. And asked me to join them. Right. I'm Republican. I think that's a good thing, though. It was we, good. we need to have yeah two sided conversations. Well, if my part if my position is nonpartisan, right, it means I represent everybody, right, equally, right. Then why would I not want to meet the people who I don't normally meet at the GOP? Those fundraisers? are the people I want to meet. That's why I did it. And so I did that, and then I, I'm hearing now, even a year later, that's how you lost so many votes. That's nuts. It's like so you don't want to meet your neighbor, who doesn't so. A problem with America today is the first thing you say is to someone is, oh, what are you? Republican <laughs> Democrat. How about, are you a good father? Right. Are you a business owner? What do you do? Right. What are your hobbies? No, it's not that way anymore. Now you talk about, oh, this guy is a fucking Democrat. <laughs> this guy's a Republican. <laughs> right. I don't, I have two neighbors. I have one's Republican, one's Democrat. You know, you know, it's like, it's, it's, it's a, I don't want to be associated by how I vote. Right. I like I people. And, I like people I for people. I don't even vote always red. Right. I'll vote blue sometimes. I don't I, care. I just talked about that last night too. I've if done I it. if I like the candidate and I think that they have good positions on things, yeah. why not? Yeah. So I mean, so people tell me that I lost votes because I had a my table with my values next to someone who was a Democrat, right? And there was other Democrats in there, and, and independents. Melissa Temple won her NRD board by a large margin. Was at that same forum, right? Because I wasn't aligned with the super right, right? They attacked me. That's okay, right? Again, attack me. The voters can vote. You're still gonna live by your values, though. I still it doesn't do. matter all, all the time. I'm in the position of fuck you from right. now on. I, I agree with you. That's why I, I started this exactly because <clears throat> if you let's not get into sponsorships and all those sort of things. People want to control what the content. Of you say, though, with this, when this gets big, they'll want to control you. I know. It's not going to happen. Yeah. You I'll can't. find other platforms. Yeah. I mean, you, people have told me numerous times, you, it just, like, just locally in, in West Point, you know, we have local beef. It's got to be my beef or I won't come here. Well, sir, can you supply 400 pounds of beef a week right. in a vacuum seal patty for us? Right. No, you can't. Oh, we can't. I'll give you 20 pounds. Well, yeah, exactly. You're, you know, so. There's issues people have the, in their mind. They have this like I can do it mindset, but in reality, can you really do it? So it, it comes back to just so many. There's so many things about that. Like, you know, um, I don't want to get into the weeds here, but we've had a sponsor for comedy, who has who will not sponsor us again because we brought in a 
um, a, a comedian who um, had red values, who was on Gutfeld tonight, a huge show. And I'm not going to ask for their sponsorship back. I wouldn't. I have no ill will towards them. Right. I don't care. You vote who for you want to vote for. Right. I'll vote who I'm. I don't care who you vote for. It shouldn't come into the to the. I don't care how you live your personal life. Right. You know what I mean. Literally, respect for other human beings is getting a little harsher in the sand as far as like right's on this side, left is on this side, and not ever seeing anything in the middle. I can tell you, everybody at this table doesn't care whether you're gay, straight. No. Whatever, whatever you are, whatever ethnicity, it doesn't matter. I wanted to make a joke there, but I won't. Go for it. No, <laughs> go I, won't. For it. I won't do it. Go for it. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I'll do it. I mean, I was going to say, I was, I I was say, I've been a little bit of all of them, but then right. you said, right. <laughs> I shouldn't say it now. But no, I think, um, yeah, I think your personal life at home, right. I don't care about it. Right. And how you vote, I don't care. If you're care. a good person, yeah. you got good values, like, it doesn't matter to me. I think, you know, that, and and maybe I'm wrong, but I mean, you know, like, like downtown Norfolk, um, when, when, it used to be everyone said they got to do something. Who is A? Who is they? B. That's the way it always is. Why way. is it on somebody else to do it? Why can't it's you do still it? still that way. I know. But I mean, but now downtown's kind of like, oh, it's all about downtown. In four years, you know, we, we went from really not a whole lot to a lot for sure. But now those same people are saying, like, oh, it's all about downtown. But people think it's the city that made it. It was the people. The like city you, provided the infrastructure. Danny, who opened the businesses. Right. And we still have to support them. The city provided the infrastructure. Right. Which we are doing the same thing for South Norfolk with sewage, drainage, streets, right. curbs, lights, landscape, whatever it is. You have to provide some kind. Okay. You know what? The Geary's did a great job downtown Norfolk. Mm-hmm. There should be a statue somewhere. <laughs> but they invested in those properties and they put in the downtown coffee company and storefronts and all these things. And they made these beautiful buildings and that i was trying to think that was that one of the first real like new revamped businesses down there downtown coffee company yeah you know that like napoli's area that whole kind yeah. of strip mall indoor strip mall thing there not a strip mall but i know i know what you mean that um yeah downtown coffee company is amazing because what wasn't wasn't that one of the first like really like renovated yeah, so. revamped yeah i mean that that drew business <clears throat> you know right I, so take all of our comedians there from la and new york all of our communities are from LA, New York, or Nashville, and they love that place. Yeah, they love Black Cow, Fat Pig. I take them there for a tomahawk steak. Yep. So we have some great things going on, but yeah, there's there's haters out there, man. There's, gonna, there's always going to be. There, it's terrible. I'm actually I'm I'm waiting for them. I want to get big enough to where we do get the haters. Oh, the, that's, those are the ones I. Yeah. That's what that's the. That's, fun when, you, part. that's when you know you've gotten big though. <laughs> yeah, that's how when, you know you've done well, Andrew. Yeah. Is that you have haters? Good. They'll hate this conversation. That's okay. That's <laughs> no, what we I've, want. I think it's I think it's great you're doing it. Um, I just want to yeah. open up a light to. I don't think sh- you guys get enough. I shouldn't say you guys. I don't think the people that are come on this podcast get enough light in the day for people to actually understand where you guys are coming from, what's going on in the city, um, what's going on in Northeast Nebraska. And you said um, I can have you know I think there's going to be some comedians that might be able to get to come on this. Yes. Um, we so. should make some time. Mencia will be here early. Um, so and so he he has as some long radio as you think he'll plan. enjoy it. I don't I don't want to bring him on and I'm enjoying it. Good. <laughs> I don't know I don't know who, I don't know what he likes to do. Yeah, we'll find out. I'll talk to him more. But I think we should get more. I mean, and this is mobile. Um, I can move. I can, we can take it to district. Which Vance and I have had that conversation of. Yeah, mobile's big. Taking the event center and yeah. and just doing one there. Fun. Yeah. 
a little crowd in there sometimes. That's yeah. find it kind of fun. We can we can buy some um, drinks and yeah. Yeah, well, I think you know that'd be, that'd be a fun idea. Yeah. I think um, you know, like Adam Ferraro would have been great. He was so fun. Yeah, I missed so the well on that. Get him back. I so know can do it. he was so great. Um, Carmen Lynch is kind of is, is next week, so not a lot of time, but. Oh, if, you, if you can carve out, if, if you if you make a time, I'll I'll try to make it work. Yeah, Carmen's great. Holy cow, she's she's amazing. Um, but yeah, I think I think Carlos has a lot to say too. Like you know, he got a bad reputation for a lot of years. Yeah, well, I'll have to talk to him to make sure we can. I, yeah. I want to ask him about that. But yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, Rogan Rogan grilled him. Yeah, um, but real, real bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and 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 Carlos to this day still denies it. I'm sure, and he says, look, I. If who knows I, what's true? I'm I'm not gonna yeah. yeah. And look, um, so just with you know, with this last comedian, we had um his feature, uh Kyle Yamada went up in LA, came up with that in LA with um Bobby Lee. Who who funny as hell, by the way. Yeah, who grilled Mencia really on, on his podcast. And I don't know how it ended, but Mencia was like kind of beating around the bush, like you know, he's like, and then he's like just Say it right. Just say, just apologize. He was like, "Well, maybe he didn't do anything wrong. We don't right. know. I don't right. know. I don't know. That, I don't know it long enough, but it's pretty crazy. Yeah. No matter what. But I think um, this would be fun. You gotta get the mayor on here. Uh, he's on the list too. I just haven't reached out yeah. to him, so I might have to use you for that. I'll, to, I'll tell him I had a blast. Okay. Um, I'll come with him. Th- that'd be worth that. That'd the more than I got four mics, we we can do two to a mic if we have to. Kind of pass it back and forth. Mm-hmm. Um, so is there is there any new adventures or anything you have planned that you may want to hint at that you got going on coming up at all? Yeah, I don't know what I, how much I can say, I guess, because of a few. Yeah, don't things. don't get yourself in trouble. I won't get at it. To be honest, I'm in the, the <laughs> fuck you state of mind. So um you know, I think there's gonna be a lot of sports complexes coming across the state with new grant money from the state. You know, we wanna get in our restaurants in there, we wanna get in the concessions. Um and they'll be great. There'll be huge areas for kids to volleyball basketball train practice uh event center potentially and um so we, we just want to stay involved with those if they still want us to be a part of it um you know we have the staff like i said brandon is ready to move up and do my do similar things so i mean me and him can kind of tag team um you know the just the overall seeing over oversight you know it's hard for one person to do it and um you know, uh, so that that's kind of our plans right now. Otherwise, no. You know, we just we want to keep renovating our buildings downtown. We have one more next to the event center. Um, we have talked right about next us. to it. Yeah, so that patio. Yeah. Other building next to it. Really? Yeah. Because that's what uh, I want to think of what that is. Two fourteen North Fork Avenue, but n- yeah. it's nothing right now. Nothing. It was the Environmental Protection Services Company or something. Okay. Okay. But now they're they are gone, and we own that, and so. We thought about a speakeasy. We we're gonna build bathrooms for the event center patio on, on that property. Maybe a loop of a tasting room. Um, but otherwise, no. We're gonna we're gonna take it easy too for a minute. We're yeah. gonna. You've done a lot in the last yeah three or four years. I'm telling you, like, I'm I'm so tired that you can't sleep it away. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but booze helps. It does help. <laughs> uh, you know. It does help. Uh, but no, it's good. I think um, Norfolk's going in the right direction. We're growing fast. We did lose out on the casinos. I'm surprised you didn't ask about that. Well, I was gonna, but I didn't. <laughs> I, I didn't really know how to approach that with you because mm-hmm. Ho Chunk still bought the hotel, mm-hmm. so I've got a feeling that there's something still coming down the pipe. Where well, they haven't opened up South Sioux yet, <clears throat> so I just they I, love, I, I, and I they think love they, Norfolk. They, they have some lobbyists that probably know something's coming. Yeah, I think our 
to where I, I think our state legislator really messed that up. There may be some votes where you can probably have one about anywhere. Well, because they own the land out there too. Yeah, and they own a downtown Marriott. Right. Soon. So right. no one's even talking about it. We're gonna have a Marriott in right. downtown Norfolk. I've been talking about it. Five rooms, but not many people know about it. Insane. The old candy. I, I love that we that we're doing something with that. I hope they put because uh, I used to love going to the uptown. Oh yeah, down there. My 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 dad got remarried <clears throat> in the ballroom there. It's a great it's yeah. a great uh, place, and Amazing. I like that they're gonna keep. Uh, they're not gonna demolish the whole thing, and it's gonna be good. Oh. I, I think this podcast is crazy. Well, you know why? Because I love both of you, and I think this is amazing. I'm glad you guys are working together, not on the podcast, but everything in general. Um, Baker, holy shit. Oh, I Andrew, mean, it's amazing. been she was, she was nervous to come on here. I was. She your first know. time? Yeah. What? Yeah. Just, she, didn't, she, just didn't know, she didn't know you, how Andrew. you were going to feel. I was like, no, just sit, just oh, sit yeah, in. You can, you can no. interject when you want. And- yeah, you did a good job, too. You did. Yeah. You didn't talk Thanks. very much, but I was talking a lot. So Well, you, well, know. you and I are, you and I kind of. Fight for yeah. space. Wow. You're the main <laughs> man no, for I, this. I think it's great. You know, Kylian's great. Your kids are great. Um, Amber Yours too, Harpers dude. are great. Yeah. <laughs> You're doing amazing things, dude. So make sure you guys all go yeah. check out District Table and Tap. Go see the comedy shows, which I'm. you and I are still talking. You're a hard guy to get a hold of. You just got to. Well, I'll show you. I don't want to I don't want to see I'm this. I'm sure. Yeah. But I mean, I have 33 text messages right. since I walked in here. Right. So I think uh, that's hard for me to keep up on, but I try to. Um, you just need to get a bat phone, so you I can need, just call the bat phone. You need your own secretary. Yeah. Mm. Assistant. Yeah. No. She would hate me. Right. So I think, um, <laughs> but no, I. Uh, you guys got to come to the comedy show. All you got to do is text me. Well, you and I talked about doing the sponsorship. And, yeah. You I'd got, like to you do got that. You got a table anytime. Yeah. And that's why I love you, man. Especially if we can get a comedy comedian here doing this. You always take care of me. Yeah. Always have. Oh, that's great. You're great, dude. You guys are great. Actually, one thing I did want to ask you about. Yeah. About being a father. Yeah. Ask you a question. Yeah. Do you ever find yourself getting pissed off about small things? About the kids or just in general? No, the kids. No, no, no. In general, because <laughs> of the kids. Yes. I cannot believe this. Small little things. Like, and you, can, you can talk to Kylie and she'll give you a, I know. a bunch of. Isn't that wild, though? Yeah. Like, being a, like, I used to, we used to go out and hang out, and nothing bothered me. Yep. Nothing. I lose my keys for two days. Right. Oh, not a big deal. A pen falls off this table. I'm like, God damn it! What? Just, yep. You know what I mean? Yep. It's amazing. Or one little noise, or it, yeah, you're, just, yeah. <laughs> you're always on edge. <laughs> I was like, I was thinking I was, as, as I, was, we were, I was driving here. I was like, I gotta ask him if he's doing the same. I thing. do. I so what I have to do to to kind of curb that is I have to always just think before I I have to like run <laughs> oh, the scenario through my filter. head. Yeah, I've had to learn to have it. I didn't used to, but yeah. I've learned to. You've been at it longer curb. than me. Yeah, as a father. Yeah. But no, it's like it's um. It's weird because when, like, we went to the Catholic game yesterday, watch them win the state championship. It was great. It was super cold, super windy. All three kids, our one-year-old daughter's cranky, our two-year-old daughter's cranky, our four-year-old son has to piss every two minutes, and he's wearing overalls. And you probably just left. Yeah. I I saw (laughs) no plays of the game. Not sure why. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what happens. We go to the bathroom, take his hat off. Coat off. Zippers everywhere. <laughs> Take down the, the overall <laughs> pants. Pull his pants down. He sits there. Uh, I don't have to go. Yep. Yep. The fuck you're you're going. You're going. You're you better, no matter you what. You better have a little dribble of piss come out, or I'm gonna <laughs> like freak force out. it out. No, uh, but you get so mad about things yep. that you would never get mad about. 
Right. It's weird being a father like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, because I because especially like you and I, we have a lot going on. Mm-hmm. So our time is very valuable. Oh, yeah. If you call so, me, it better be worth it. Yeah. yeah. So like it's one of those things like, you know, and we, we don't always see it with our like our kids. And I think that's why we get that way. It's like you're wasting my time. Yeah. In the in the grand scheme of right. things. It's know. not your kids. Yeah. It's all the other distractions you, that you have in your in your mind. You, I love the fact that we spent the whole day together. Right. Uh, but it was terrible. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, we just did that this weekend. Yeah. It's like, oh, love you guys to death. And I loved our experience, but fuck, I need a day. Yeah, but your phone never stops. Yep. Whatever it is. And, and then you get on it too much, you're in trouble. If you're not on it enough, your staff hate you. You're in trouble. You're in trouble by no... In some capacity, yep. someone hates you. Yep. You just got to pick who you want. <laughs> You're okay with being hated yeah. by. And and guess what? I, I love Brenda and I love our kids, but sometimes my staff can be worse than you. Yep. I got to go with them. So yep. it's weird how that works. Um, yeah. It's funny. Baker says I have. I thought I had one kid still. Yeah. Fuck. I, I know. Well, flies, I knew I knew you had a couple. Yeah. Well, but. they just you know they just get you know you. I forget their names sometimes. They just mm-hmm. start, they start piling up. Yeah, you need some kids, Baker. Oh gosh, um, she's got to find a man first. <laughs> you have a dog? No, okay. I don't. You have a cat? I'm gone too much to have pets. I keep her working. Like. Her, you know, her family. She's got a big family, and I, I keep her pretty busy. I do. I was telling Zach this morning. I was like, I feel like there could be a good debate on like married life with kids and the single life and some of the misconceptions on each side and how, you know, you assume that people that don't have any kids and stuff just have this unlimited amount of free time. And to a certain extent you do, Mm -hmm. but we, we, we do things too, but it's just different. Yeah. I remember the single days. Yeah. Pretty fun. But I think um, like it's it, at the end of the day, you know, no matter how stressed you get, your kids are always like, oh, daddy's home. Yep. Like that's like, I never right. thought I'd ever hear that in my life. Right. You know, because every woman always hated me. So it was like, <laughs> I'll be, Zach, I'm moving in the basement. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Do. But uh, no, you, get, you guys great. seem super happy, though. You, get, you guys are. Yeah. Are I, mean, we, I mean, we live downtown, so it's a tr- it's struggle in its own because <clears> our kids have a backyard. They have a big deck. Right. But we get the, we get the chance to like at least walk out the front of the door and go to the farmer's market. But at some point, we'll have to move and make a change. But yeah. I think it's great to that you're doing this. Um, Little Papa Andrew. I know. Little Daddy Andrew. I don't, you know, none of my kids like me, but one. Only one. <laughs> Just one. Just one. Yeah. <laughs> Evelyn. Yeah. So when, when she hears this and when she's like 15, she's going to be like, oh, I'm his favorite. Right. At that point, I'll hate her. Right. Be right. Like, no, Theo is my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. That's how it's going to go. No, it's great. No, I think it's great. Um, thanks for having me on. Yeah, dude. It's, it's been great. I, I appreciate you coming on. You're going to be the first episode. So oh, I've recorded a couple other ones since you we, had to, we get, had to we had to move yours back because he got sick. But yeah. You yeah. have to get Josh on here. We will. I, Amazing. You just got to go out and talk to him. Yeah. Oh, it's happening. So everybody go check out uh, District Table and Tap. Go to the comedy shows. Hit the office bar. Uh, Loop River Distillery. Get his, get get that bourbon and whiskey and the vodka and the gin. Um, and keep voting for him for city council. Let's go. So we will, uh, we'll catch you guys in the next episode. Thanks. We have to get John. <laughs>